Welcome to Paranormal, the new normal. I am your host, Jeremy, as always, here to make the paranormal seem a little more normal to everybody else in this world. And my guest tonight, I've been looking to have someone who does this type of ability on my show for a while, and she was recommended to me by another previous guest, and I was very proud to get her. So my guest is Jane Osborne, a, a past life regressionist, and we're going to find out together. How are you doing tonight, Jean? I'm doing very well. It's um, it's five past eleven here in the evening. So, um, yeah, over that pond, it always the time difference between us and that pond is always a little bit hard to do. Yeah. But I pre I appreciate you doing it so late over there for us. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hello, Sandy. Thank you for watching. So, past life regression. It's something that's been interesting to me for a long time since I've heard that people actually do it. And I might be having one myself at some point, but why don't you explain to our listeners what it is you do exactly? What I do is I link you to memories uh, from previous lives um, that you've experienced um, so that you can uh, understand situations in today, such as... Um, if you're going through a cycle of relationships or something like that, it might be a link to something that happened in a previous life. Um, I had a guy, he came to see me at a show and he said, um, you know, Jane, you've got to do something for me. I have, I have a girlfriend for about two years and then after that, the rug comes under me and it's all gone. I've got a car, a cat and a job, but I just can't keep the girl. And he went back to um, a past life in Flandersfield, which is um, in France during the war, uh, where he came back with his friend Dave, he told me, and they lived just outside uh, London. He said they got post-traumatic stress and they were shouting and arguing down the street. And his wife at the time tried to intervene to stop them from arguing and um, he pushed her not deliberately to hurt her, but out the way. And um, he did something to her. He knocked her head and she was never quite the same again. So he vowed um, in that life never to love anybody so much that he could hurt them. And so what he was doing, every time he got so close, he was self-sabotaging his relationships because of the memory of that previous life and that vow he gave. which that's that right there is deep that's that's some deep mm. stuff and i mean i can't say i can relate to that necessarily oh actually okay a younger my a younger me could relate to that i'm sure but as of right now i couldn't so my first question i guess and i don't expect you to get to give people's names of anybody in current times but what was the most interesting connection you found like to possibly a historical figure like you don't have to say who who the client was but like mm -hmm. was there like a famous historical figure that you found someone with a connection to do you know everybody would love to be queen of sheba um you know cleopatra but most of us are just normal folk um one of the one of the ones that stands out for me is i did a regression with a medium and she's called india joe and uh, she actually sees UFOs and has connections with different energy spirits. And she's actually on my YouTube channel. I've got a YouTube channel where you can go and watch all of this because I video what the work that I do with the client's permission, obviously. But she was talking about um, these different uh, hybrids and the fact that she had got she had got children on particular ships, what they were doing. Um, what they were achieving. And also she told me that Putin had a walk-in. I don't know whether you know what a walk-in is. I feel like I should, but I can't think of the... I want to think of something new with like an escort. But I'm, I'm a, I could be yeah, concerned. a, a walk-in is another energy body that's come in, you know, and it overpowers your, your body. If a character, if an energy is so strong it can overlay on you and then it can impress its character on you. Yeah. Okay. So, Hmm. 
that might explain something to what was going on with Rosh Putin all those years ago and why they couldn't kill him. But possibly, possibly. So what are the main reasons people want past life regression? Like, are there, is there certain topics they usually want to focus on? I mean, I'm assuming their love life is one of them, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, have you ever been somewhere for the first time and felt that you, you know it, you've been there before? I can't say I have, but then again, I haven't. Have you ever met not... people and you're instantly, and, and you insti- instantly like them as if you've been friends forever and things like that? That one I could say, yes, I, I have met people like that. And so, yeah, I could relate to that one. I mean, there definitely are friends I've had in the past that are, I felt as soon as we met, we became the best of friends and we stayed friends for years until they passed or whatnot yeah well it's probably because you've met them before or you've got a fear of phobia that's unexplained i had a friend that um she'd never seen a snake in her life but she'd run if one was on tv and i regressed her and and asked her to go to the root cause of her fear and she described herself as um, a six-year-old boy playing in a field Uh, She told me that her parents were working in the paddy fields in China and um, he, she was a boy at that time, got bit by a snake and that was the last memory that she had of that life and that's why that fear was there. Because your subconscious mind will always try to protect you. So it's a bit like putting your hand in a burning fire. You'll only do it the once, you know. Your subconscious yeah. mind will come into play the minute you try to do it again. It'll be like, no, remember that the last time. And, um, but uh, yeah, there's lots and lots of different things like a fear of water. Perhaps you've been drowned before. Interesting. I mean, I grew up with a fear of snakes, but that's because it was passed down to me by my mother and my grandmother to be that snakes were the devil and to be afraid of them. So. Really? I mean, yeah, so I so I mean, I understand why I grew up afraid of snakes. And to this day, if I see one in the wild, I'm still going to kind of freak out. But I mean, they don't bother me when they're on TV like they used to when I was a kid or like in a book. When I was a kid, if I saw one in a book, I'd be shaking. But that's instilled fear. That's a little bit different than having it from past life, I think. But I mean, they're, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, okay, this is why I want to get one done because there are things that could be explained by past lives. And I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, people, people also want to know how many guides they have, because we like, like everything, you know, in school, we have tutors and one thing or another, we have guides that work with us, what their role is, what our purpose is, people want to know these things. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of um, videos on YouTube, and they're various, there, there are some in person and some via zoom so that you can see how I work. Do you want me to put it in? on the chat here uh yeah if you want to throw it on the chat for our watchers that way they can take a peek at it i mean that's gladly yeah there we go that'll take you straight to my page and then you can choose oh. all sorts all right uh yeah all sorts of different videos from past lives to extraterrestrial lives some people don't go to past lives they just go straight to different planets and they describe the gases, what they're doing there, how they have to change their energy body. They might just be elongated blue beings there because that's how they managed to live on that planet. Mm-hmm. It's all quite interesting. But none of it is, um, all, all I do is I facilitate and I just simply ask the question. And the client just talks and talks and tells me their entire story. So um, there are no subliminal messages from me. I just put them into an altered state and then they just bring up those memories and start talking about them. Which, I mean, to me, sounds fascinating as could be. And just so you know, you threw your link in the private chat, but I copied it over to the public chats are about oh, right yeah um i mean so, you may find that you've actually had lives with people before in your family like your your son might have been your brother in a previous life for instance 
or your best friend might have been an uncle or something that like that. And that is why you can sense that you're more affiliated to some people in this life than than others. It's it's probably because you have had lives before. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense completely. So how did you get into this? How did you start doing all this? Like that's a, a kind of like, like your origin story in a way almost. Yeah, well, um, literally I kind of fell into it. I um I used to have a hobby of extreme sports and uh this one particular day, it was a bank holiday August, I was base jumping off cliff edges with a parachute going into the thermals um and just gliding all over the Peak District. And I was up, I was up there in the thermals at a thousand foot when all of a sudden I got pushed back and I didn't know what was happening. And as I looked up, I noticed that my emergency parachute had opened up by mistake. So I was in a V like that, dangling at the bottom. Um, it had already broken my ribs because I was only about seven stone at the time. And and so I was hanging in midair in the, with the clouds at a thousand foot on two parachutes with an, an injured body. And I, um, and as I, as I was there, you know, when they say when, when it comes to uh, you, you being close to death, everything is in slow motion, but you also see everything so fast. I immediately knew that my emergency parachute was going to collide with my main parachute. And I actually watched it just come across like that and just go straight up into the main parachute. And I dropped 1,000 feet in six seconds. Um, and in the National Peak District here, the, the, the moss on the ground is about this thick um, and the rest is rock. So I really had a bad fall. Um, I crushed all my spine. Um, I broke most bones in my body and I broke my neck. But that, that wasn't the end because I was actually, I'd actually made it and crash landed. Um, and I was on, I was on the hilltops. The parachutes then began to inflate again. And so they just sort of inflated and dragged me down like a little Barbie doll all across the rocks and everything. So I was pretty beaten black and blue. And when I got to the hospital, they said um, after about a, a week of x-rays, because I'd broke most bones in my body, I'd crushed all my spine, my lower spine, I broke my neck in two places. They actually uh, brought a crash team to me and said, you know, you need to speak to these guys because you need to come to terms with the fact you're never, ever going to walk again, um, which, of course, I couldn't believe. And... Um, I remember at the time that I was in this hospital bed just looking up at the ceiling because I mean, my head was in one of those boxes, you know, those sponge boxes, just looking up at the ceiling thinking, oh, my God, this is it. This is my life. My brain, my intelligence and my eyes are here. That's all I had. I couldn't couldn't even move my jaw. I broke my jaw. And I was just staring at the ceiling thinking, this is this is my life from now on living in a dead carcass, get me out of here, you know, and I just screamed from my soul, you know, get me out, get me out of here. And before I knew it, before I, I just um, saw myself in the corner of the hospital room, looking down on me, you know, and I thought, my God, what is that? What's happening here? You know, that, that is me down there. But if that is me down there and I'm up here in this corner, then I must be dead. But if I'm dead, I shouldn't be thinking, you know, and it all got pretty confused. So uh, when you don't know what to do, we always go back to what we know. So I very swiftly went back straight into the body. And then I began because I'd lost all my um, all my ability. I began to use different powers different energy and I began to dream and go into different dream states and I used to see myself and know that this man was me in the army that this woman was me that was standing you know for women's rights in England and 
and I, I was also a black fisherman and things like that. I I used to kind of watch these movies inside my head, knowing that they were me. And also, as I looked at other people, I would see their entire energy, you know, like a little glow all the way around them. And I'd be able to see if it was balanced or not. And I would somehow stare at them and then balance their, their energy out, which is kind of what I do now. But um, I, I do it through talking therapy. Um, and um, so eventually I went home and uh, I used to have all these dreams. And I, I asked a friend of mine who was a hypnotherapist to come over to help me with pain. And I jokingly said to him, listen, Chris, while I'm down there, you wouldn't sort out these crazy dreams I'm having because I think all this medication, I was on a lot of medication, all this medication is taking me up with the fairies, you know. So he took me to the crash scene so that I could get rid of my post-traumatic stress. And the minute he started to ask me about um, my dreams, I just piped up and said to him, no, 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 Chris, you don't need to worry about that. I'm tidying up my past lives ready for my next job. So when I kind of came to, um, I, I, you know, I just couldn't make sense of it all. Like, what do you mean I'm tidying up my past lives for my next job? I'm drinking through a straw. Or I'm looking at the ceiling. I don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, five years later, I managed to walk. I'm perfectly able now. I can do most things. And literally, I've got my neck screwed on. Everything's bolted. I've got a ladder rack of metal and, and I'm just bolted together. But this is what I do now. I, I go into past lives to heal past trauma so that you can live your best life today. Mm. Wow. That story is amazing. I mean, that, that right there should be a TV movie, if you ask me. But <laughs> and I, I mean, so do you think that when all that injuries happen, that maybe in that process, something, maybe, I don't know, maybe your head got hit enough where you unlocked part of your brain that other people don't normally use. And that's why you have this ability. Yeah. Well, the, the crazy thing is that my, my job, um, my job previous to my accident was in law. So, so for me, Everything had to be evidence, had to be fact, had to be case studies. So when I began to study, I had a laptop on some Velcro sticky tape it is, um, sort of upside down like this so that I could actually um, study. When I began to study uh, past life regression and realise all the case studies and there's Michael Newton, uh, Dr. Vise, Ian, Ian Stevenson and, and all these people that have been studying it for years and it's all in religious texts. I thought, hmm, well, maybe there's something in this. And so with, with me, that is why I always want the detail. If you tell me you're walking down the street, I want to know the name of that street. I don't want to say, okay, so you're walking down the street, you're in Europe, and it's 1642. I want so much more detail because that was my background. So I've gone from, um, I've gone from law to la-la, really as my children would say. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a little derogatory to even call it la-la, but I mean, I get what, I get, I get the joke. Yeah, it's because they, de they don't understand. They don't understand. Yeah. But, I mean, you can find, you can find many things. I mean, even, even your animals and your possessions. If you look, if you go, I was in somebody's house the other day and, um, she has got an awful lot of ornaments, a lot of drums, and they all relate to um, South America. And when I, she, she, she's just about to start up um, a business in Reiki. So I asked her some questions about it. And she said, I'm bringing my gifts forward from when I lived in South America and I was a shaman. And then she began to, it's not actually on my YouTube that I haven't put it up yet. I only did that the other day. So um, so we have gifts, you know, like when you've got a natural talent, but you don't know where it's from. It could yeah. be from a past life. I mean, I if I if I go past a shop and see a very nice dress, I can just get out a piece of paper and I can draw it. And when I get home, I can just cut the fabric and I can make that dress 
and um, it's just a natural gift that I have, but I know it's from a previous life as a seamstress. That's impressive. I mean, I'm trying to think what natural gifts I have, you know, at this point, but I'm, I mean, they're all business related. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing because I mean, most of the stuff that comes naturally to me is all business related marketing mm -hmm. and numbers and all that. So, yeah, but, but you, may, you may be contracted to, um, to um be able to voice opinions that others aren't voicing at the time to put questions to people to say you know i mean really there's got to be more than us in the universe don't you think oh 100 i i'm a huge believer in that yeah yeah and 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 people tell me that sometimes we can be on this life but you know radio stations they're all at different levels and sometimes yeah. we can we can have parallel lives and be on different levels um, and then sometimes we can have a time warp where you turn a turn a street and you go straight into a straight into a different time. There's a famous place up in uh, Liverpool. There's a particular street that it happens. You can be shopping and turn a corner, and you just time warp back into into like the 1400s or somewhere. It's crazy. It's crazy. And there's got to be more than us. There's got to be more than our energy and our beliefs out here we can't be the only ones in the universe it's like saying no. that there's only ants that live in the forest there are a thousand insects in the forest yeah i mean it's i i believe personally it's very arrogant for anybody to say that we are the only things in this universe and i i truly agree with that and apparently raymond subscribed to your youtube channel so thank you raymond oh that's great yeah and sandy said wow to your story about how, what happened to you and how you became in this world so i mean and he also said yeah he, he also feels the same way that'd be very naive to think we are the only life in the whole universe which i agree with i've always believed in aliens since i was a young kid and i've had some ufo experiences myself so i definitely know we're not the only ones in the universe 100 percent. and i feel like i don't whether it's traveling through light speed to get different parts of the universe or they're traveling through dimensions i don't know which but well i am, I am actually sense. told that as as the um as the earth is on this shift and the veil is going to be slightly lifted that it's going to be easier for the energy to be able to connect to us so that we can communicate with um they're, they're not really aliens they're just different beings of us everybody everything in the universe is energy it's like, you know, sometimes when um, I'll speak to somebody and we will do a body scan. You'll see this on my YouTube. We do a body scan to see if there's any mem memories of a past life that are that, that uh, you're holding on to. You know, like even from this life, you might hold on to a thought that you were told when you were little that you were not enough or, you know, you have a fear of or whatever. And I scan the body and the, the person will go to that particular energy. And like this woman the other day, she said, yeah, I've got I've got something in my feet. It's a squishy yellow. It's a squishy glue energy. Sorry. And it's moving my bones about. So um, I, I have this ability of this gift. And um, this is how they work with me, because I, I when when I'm not working, I can't do this. But what I can do is I can feel energy on somebody or in my hand. So what I will do is I, I went to her foot. And because all energy has a consciousness, I want to know what that blue squishy energy was doing in their foot. So I bring it up, 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 up to the throat, talk to me energy. And you watch the client's tone of voice change. And she said that the energy just... Um, came in when she was passing by you know it came in it got stuck and um it's kind of trying to get out but it's moving the bones it doesn't know where to go didn't know how to get back to spirit so i just talk you know shall we see if we can find somebody to take you back home to wherever it is that you are and then we just call on somebody and they say yeah you know my my wife's here or my mother or whatever and they're happy to go then I get some some spirits that say no. I don't want to go back. I had um, 
I had a lady that had got an energy in her body and um, I asked for the energy to come to the voice so that I could talk to it. And and uh, and it told me that um, it was a female energy and she went by the name of Grace. Um, and she, what she, what they do is they can in, they can interpret their character onto you and she said i was she was making the symptoms that she was causing the client was she was making it anxious and everything else so i asked her why didn't you go to spirit when you had the chance because this soul moves out of this body this is just a car a vehicle you know when we run out of mot and we crash the car we just jump out and we just go and go out and get another body um so I asked her, why Why didn't you just go to, back to spirit when you had the chance? And she said, no, 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 I can't. I can't go back. Um, I can't go back because I didn't look after the children properly. Uh, and this is how we interpret things in different lives. So I asked her to go back to her life and to explain to me what kind of life she had so that we could get her energy out of my client's body. And uh, she described herself as a teacher in Europe during the war. And uh, she said, the enemy came into the village and they came into the school and they held me back. They killed the children. And then they threw me in the classroom and said, bury them. And so for the rest of that life, I was so, so sad that, you know, having to bury all those children and not being able to sell the ch children she just didn't feel that she deserved to go back to spirit. And and she was a pretty sticky customer. You know, she was adamant that she wasn't going up to face the consequences. But I have different techniques where um, I will probably show them a screen or open a book. And on that page, they'll see someone that's in spirit waiting for them, uh, which is something that we did for her. And she said, oh, it's the whole class. They're there. They're saying, miss you were outnumbered, you know, you did your best, you were outnumbered, come home, we've been waiting for you. And so she agreed to leave the body. And it just means, you know, we've got a lot of out of date stock in, in our head, haven't we? We clear out our car, we clear out our house, we clear out our drawers in our wardrobes, but we never actually look at our body and think, oh, I've got this, I've got this thought from when I was six that really, you know, is no good for me in this life. It didn't make sense. And I probably um, looked at it differently as a six-year-old and I didn't understand it. So it's no good to me. It doesn't serve a purpose. Let's let's release it. We don't. We hold on to everything. We kind of go when we shock, we go <gasps> like this and we hold it all in. But the subconscious mind remembers those because your subconscious mind is your survival technique. And so every time you get that situation again, like a spider and a screen, um, then that you see a spider, the um, the subconscious mind will automatically remember last time you did this, you screamed, you know, and uh, but it's of no purpose. Just pick the spider up and put it out. Unless you live somewhere where you do. We don't have um, spiders that kill over here. We, uh, where I live, there is a chance of having possibly a black widow here and there, but it's not a common thing to have spiders that will actually kill you. If you, they may just give you a nasty bite and you may get a little infected, but it's not going to kill you in the long run. Where I live, I mean, in other parts of this country, yes, there definitely are some killer spiders down south and out west. That's for 100% for sure. But so when you say these spirits, like I've had people tell me before, mediums and psychics that. They believe that reincarnation works like spirits are basically in a waiting room, waiting for someone new to be born so they could jump to that body. It's is like a contract. Yeah. I'm, I, that, people tell me this is not my information. It's what they tell me. Sometimes they come down to work on emotion. Um, there was one, that, this was quite funny. There was one woman that um, she, in this life, she'd had five divorces and she wanted to know about these men in her life. And um, 
so what I do is I do the past life regression to get the person into a sonambulistic state. And then when we come to the end of that life, I do take them to the spirit realm before we start working on on the body and releasing negative energy. Um, so when she was at the end of the life, I asked her to look around and see if there was anybody collect, waiting to collect her to take her home. And she said, yeah, she said, my dad's here, you know, he's going to take me back to my soul group. And she went drifting and floating with her mind. And um, she got apparently to her soul group and she's hot, she's on her sofa and she is shouting and she is really shouting and swearing, you know, what the hell are you doing here? Get out, get out of my group. And, and I said to her, because I never know where anybody's going to go or what they're going to do. I said to her, you know, before we ask this person to uh, leave, can um, can we find out what he's doing there? And it was one of the it was one of her ex-husbands and it was the one in this life that was causing her the most hassle. And <clears throat> she said to me, because you can telepathically communicate at that stage, you know, you do all the work, not me. Um, and she said, he's telling me that he is actually part of my group. And he said to me that I had I've been working on um, emotion in relationships because this is an emotional planet. So we come down for emotional experiences. And she said, I, I got so fed up of going through these cycles of relationship. I decided to have a contract where I just go down. I blast the whole lot and I deal with them all in one life. Hence the five divorces. But um, she said. Uh, what he's telling me is that the others, as they were looking at the life and what they were what they were going to do, they were okay. But this particular relationship was going to be really, really hard. So he said, "Look, you know, do the other have the four other relationships with whichever soul that you want. But this one, this this relationship is going to be pretty tricky and nasty." So um, if somebody is going to come down and do that to you while you're on Earth, let that be me. And, let, and so that when you come back, you can see it was done for love for you to experience that emotion, which she kind of understood. But, you know, when she came to, she said, yeah, yeah, I, I see a different perspective now. She said, but I still hate the guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, relationships are tricky business, even when you don't get past lives and spirits involved so which maybe that's why they're tricky is because yeah. there are spirits but you, you can have involved. animals that are in past lives you can be an animal yourself um you can be a tree you can be a rock what you choose to do is you choose to come down to experience living at a at an energetic level so it could be humanoid it could be as a tree it could be as an animal um you know this is what people tell me they come out with all sorts of things when and and i never know where i'm going what i'm doing i could be traveling to back to atlantis times i could be going into future lives where they tell me that we are elongated beings that where we 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 feed off um the light of the sun and all manner of information that i get from people and i just video it and put it out there because someone somewhere is going to affiliate with all this. You know, I, I agree with you, Jeremy, that we can't be the only people on this planet. We can't be the only people that are um, on different timelines. I mean, it's a bit like your radio or your TV aerial. If it's not in line, we get a really bad picture. Yeah. Um, and so we've got different levels and, and, and radio wavelengths. Sometimes we cross them. And that's why we see images and one thing and another, because they will either be crossing into our timelines or vice versa. But there is also, and I looked, I, I was watching you the other night, there is a thing called animism. And animism is, um, it's well known that animism is is where, it's, oh, it's where buildings and landscapes hold memories. So, you know, when you say the haunted house or uh, the particular hill where there was a battle or something else, or it's a bit like Auschwitz, to this day, 
in Germany, there has never been a bird fly around that area. It is silent. Yeah, because memories, um, buildings and landscapes do hold memories because they have all that energy charged in there. And that this is why sometimes that, you know, you can you can have a haunted house or maybe you've got a vortex in the house where it's a gateway where people can go, come and go. I believe that 100 percent. I mean. Mm. And actually, I actually didn't know, but I didn't know that fact about Auschwitz, which was, and it's funny because here in, here in America, I mean, we like our triangles, you know, Bermuda, Alaska, Osso Borrego out in California. And my wife, my wife actually, before she moved with me, lived on a, the Bridgewater Triangle in Massachusetts in the United States, which supposedly the story goes, the land is cursed because the Native American chief who was the last killed of his tribe cursed it before the white man killed them when they took over that whole area yeah so, you see which... and, and energy is very very powerful very very powerful and if they put vows and things like that on it can it can carry on it's just a matter of uh how you're going to clean up that energy in that particular area or you know are you just going to leave it alone so exactly which let me well let me ask you this because i believe it was Nina Roberts that uh, was the. Oh yeah, Nina. Yeah, it was her that introduced me to you, and her and a bunch of other mediums and psychics I've talked to talk about in the last five years. There's been a big spiritual awakening in this world. I, I'm told that? that. Yeah, it's not. It's not my knowing, because um, I like fact, but it's what people tell me that there has been an energetic shift, and and obviously people are talking more. There's more awareness now. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, po between podcasts alone and everything else nowadays, the mm -hmm. world's the world's becoming the, the paranormal world is becoming more normal, which is why I named the show my show. I did. But because I feel like, I mean, I've had experiences in the past few years that I can't explain. And that's part of the reason I want to do the show is because I'm trying to explore more of my world to to figure out what's going on, like. Why am I getting these feelings in my brain I never had before? And I can I can't do anything with them yet, but it's just you see, I man. would ask that question while you're in an altered state. Why does he why, why does he get these messages coming communicating to him? You know, what is it that they're trying to say to him? Who is it that's trying to say or give him all this information? And and you just talk throughout, you tell me it all. I mean, I don't know your story. That's why I ask you to do all the work. Yeah, which I mean, we definitely will be doing that at some point because I am so interested now, so interested. Yeah. I mean, what I was I'll do Jeremy because I don't do I don't do one to one past life regression um, on on a show like this because it takes quite some time, and and I don't want somebody to go into World War Two or something like that and then um, um, a cargo bang and they go into trauma and things like that, you know. But I, what I can do is we can choose at a later stage where I can take your entire audience down to one happy day in a past life. So so I know that they don't go to visit any um, trauma, you know, so it would just be one happy day in a past life. They get they have the same meditation hypnotherapy that I use, but each individual person on here will experience something different because we've all got different stories, you know where where we we've all got a book inside of us with our stories so i could i could um in one session take everybody back to a, a a happy memory one happy day in a past life and then they could just write down um on your show you know yes i went i i went to live in barbados or i was in europe and it was this time of you know if you're interested Oh, I'm definitely interested, and we have two watchers right now, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind. I'm not sure who they are, but I'm sure they wouldn't mind. I'm pretty sure Sandy's one of them still, but I'm not sure who the other one is quite, mm. but I'm sure they wouldn't mind. I mean, if they're interested in this topic, then I can't see why they would. Yeah, the most I've put under at any one time is 150. But, wow. you know, pe people have got that, and, and you see, Hypnotherapy is really just meditation. It's just talking therapy. 
Um, it's that, and they're just different words that mean the same thing. It all so depends how comfortable you are with the word hypnotherapy or meditation. And um, it isn't actually where you go to sleep. It's where you're totally focused. You know, when you're meditating, you're totally focused on your breathing and everything else that you put your, your, your mind into an altered state. And that's when your subconscious mind can bring out all these pictures because our subconscious mind works pictorially. If I was to say to you, um, I want you to close your eyes and imagine a big red balloon instantly in, you know, like that, you could just see a big red, red balloon. That's because your subconscious mind brings out that picture. It's um, it's a filing cabinet of pictures, and that's what we use. So don't let the front mind say, "Oh, am I, am I making this up? I can see a big red balloon." You know, it is actually your your mind just bringing all those stored memories forward. Yeah, well, apparently the people watching are Sandy, who says that would be awesome, and apparently it's also my co-host from another show who's watching and. I know he don't mind because he's into all this and he's a he does tarot cards and whatnot. So, yeah. Well, you see, I wasn't into it because I was in law. I was I I just finished uh, my law degree and I was working. I was working with Sir Nicholas Wilson at the High Courts of Justice, who is the highest family law judge in in England. And I was working at the High Courts of Justice, getting my training. Um. So you know, I was destined for really big things. And then bang, that's it. Paralyzed for life, never to walk again. So I've had quite a journey. I've had quite a journey. I do get aches yeah. and pains, but you know. You so have, you have, you, yes, you have had quite a journey, but one could mm -hmm. say it, it led you to do something that you're meant to do probably. And yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a vocation. And I have got a different quality of life because. I don't just work all the time. I've got eight grandchildren under 12. And um, so I'm always taking one, picking one up from swimming lessons, football practice, boxing, whatever, or taking them. I take them um, kayaking or rock climbing or, you know, I give them adventures because I used to, that's, that's what I used to do. I take them on great adventures. I don't do them myself anymore, but, I, you know, I take them. And uh, I and I just earn enough to be able to uh, buy some theatre tickets and take them out, you know, or take yeah. them down to. We have a place in Birmingham called Bear Grills, and it's a it's a massive adventure park where you can swim with the sharks or go up a, a tube and and fl a fly, you know, with an instructor and things like that. So yeah. I, I have got a different perspective on life because I was just totally focused and and um i was too focused in the wrong direction really yeah which is why i mean i feel the same way which is why since i started the show i've been focusing more on paranormal which i need to get back into and i used to I'll be all about my like not eight to five job and mm. so now it's more about my podcast than that i mean i still have to work a job of course because i got to Pay for my kids my wife but yeah when it gives us choices it does and but i put so much work into this podcast because i love it and because i want to explore more of the paranormal world and i want to find the things that exist out there that no one knows about or that very few know about like i want to find them that's my goal well you know some of the u.s presidents have said that they have been into uh various units that you have there and they have seen things that are just unexplainable, but, but are top secret and they're not sharing. Um, we can't possibly we can't possibly be the only the only living energy on the planet that's got a consciousness like this. You know? No, we're we're definitely not. I mean, whether it's aliens like people picture them from movies or just totally different designs that we don't we can't even we can't even imagine probably what some of these extraterrestrials look like. We really yeah, well, some, some people say to me that um, if we were to go back up to spirit or go to different planets, um, because of the gases and and the structure of that planet, we would actually change our shape. So they're not actually aliens, which we give the aliens a bad name. They're just energy beings that adopt a body that's suitable for that planet. We, you know, 
as humans, we always have to put a scare factor on everything and say that they're aliens and they're no good and this, that and the other. But we've got the Octarians, the uh, Palladians. They're all pretty good. They're pretty good energy beings. They're nice and caring, aren't they? We share a lot of things with them. Palladians. That's the second time I heard that now because I talked to a starseed named London Wolf a couple yeah, star, of Yes, starseeds are... Um, generally connected to Palladians. Uh, one woman said to me uh, when she came to the end of life, I said, you know, just now concentrate on lifting yourself out of that body and tell me where do you go after you've had that life, you know? Do you go to your soul group or do you go to repair, whatever? And she told me that she was in a, she was in a ship and this ship had seven levels. And she said, I've got a pod in there. She said, as, as a soul, we can't bring all our energy down to earth because in this body we would combust so we bring between 30 to 70 percent and always have something up you know up there but she said uh, i go back to the ship i go to my pod and i go in there for healing and she said there are there are humanoids that are tall in el elongated beings and palladians that look after the ship and they, you, you just go there, and it's a holding bay, really, you know, almost like yeah, a garden yeah. to rest in. But she said, we've all got our own pods, but people go to different places all the time. Which, I mean, to me, that idea is so interesting. I mean, I mean, maybe these pods in the ship is what people refer to for years as a heaven or a uh, or maybe even they if that's what they're referring to as a hell, maybe. I don't know. I mean Yeah, and, but... and and when people talk to me about ships or buildings or whatever, they're always relating to seven. Um and so I think numerology has got a lot um to do with it as well. And I do believe I don't think spiritualism is actually a religion. Um if if we were to look at the earth from up that up in space we would realize that we are all one we don't need to be separated from religion and i do believe that uh, spiritualism will it will actually prove in scientific terms because scientifically we know that energy has a consciousness we know that you know scientifically proven this is why you know when you have a friend come over and they're um, they're going through a bit of an issue and 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 you look after them and then when they left you're like oh crikey i feel so drained it's because they've sucked all your energy from you you know or when you 100%. go somewhere and you just get you just fill yourself up with energy because you love the company or you love the place that you're in and stuff and it has a big effect on on our etheric body energy so we have to just keep a tidy ship you know hundred percent. I mean, I that's that's like me when I, when I podcast with a group of people. Like when I get done with the podcast episode, like my energy level is so high. I go out to my wife and I'm so excited, and she's like, "Why are you talking so much?" I'm like, "Cause I'm hyped up right now. Cause this is amazing." Like, and I, yeah. I mean, I never thought of it that way, but it's probably because I am. We're all taking energy from each other while we do it, just because it's a show, and we're mm -hmm. all excited to be there and happy to be there. Usually, usually. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and this is why um, you find that like-minded people affiliate themselves with the level of vibration of energy that they're at, you know. So this is why you're picking up on people that are like-minded, that want to come on your show and they want to talk about energy, about beings. 100%. I mean, mm. yeah, my, my co-host that's watching right now from my other show the minute we never even met in person but the minute we talked outside of a podcast we just clicked like yeah. we were meant to like we're meant to be best friends and well when we do a regression that will be one of my questions because at the end what i do is i ask you all the questions that you want answers to so i i would say just simply i would say you know what's this relationship he has with mm -hmm. and then i'd mention the name and then the rest comes from you all right definitely interesting definitely and i can't wait to do this with you some some point soon but i will ask this though so are there do you believe there are 
evil energies out there possibly that are trying to just in, inflict on the world like pain and suffering in ways well there's always negative and there's always positive isn't there even with the electric Usually. there's there, there's earth and neutral um but you know us as people if we are not in the right place of mind at a particular time you know if you're going through some rough times your energy will be different and um i'm sure there's people here today that will look back at some situations and say you know because when when you're not totally balanced in the right place you make wrong choices for yourself and you can look back and you think and think oh my god you know what on earth was i thinking when i did that because you know now i'm now i'm calm and in my right state of mind i would never dream of doing that so it's when our but when our energy is out of balance it becomes negative and so yes there is negative energy out there but it can be <coughs> it can be out in the universe but it can also be with us at certain times as well because we you know you as well jeremy you can be positive one day and then negative the next um so uh -oh. we, we oh, have no. that natural ebb and flow with tide we have that balance but there, there is negative energy i have been told like I, I i picked a curse off from somebody there was some energy on somebody and i and and uh, i asked them what they were doing there and they said you know they are shining such a bright light in their body and communicating all this um all this um and energy communication and um spiritual new age stuff that we want to block her and so they sent somebody to darken her light so they were hovering over her and so i tend to send them i ask them if they want to go back or they want to go back go up to spirit to be healed or go back to whoever it is that's working from them one woman had a, an energy that was working with her uh, that was from Atlantis times when she was a goddess and there was a god there that was envious of her. So he, he put a curse on her and they said, it doesn't matter if you release this curse, you know, that was such a strong spell at that time that we will send somebody else. We will send a dark energy to her. And I said, well, that's fine, you know, but... Uh, We'll deal, we'll deal with that visitor when they arrive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've been in those places where like you meet someone and they just bring this negative dark energy on you for yeah. as, as long as you allow them in your life. And for me before it's been mm. like a year of letting this person just drain my energy every day because I thought I was in love or because yeah. i thought they need me in their life because you're you're thinking from a different um viewpoint i had a woman that was um that loved her job but she was just so so exhausted and i said you know tell me about her tell me about her job and they said um they said she needs to change she was telling me that she needed to change her job because um she was a mental health nurse working in um it's rampton hospital it's a high security unit and she said she needs uh, under sub, uh, under hypnosis she was saying she needs to change her job because she's bringing the energy of some of the patients home with them because they're trying to get out of that place they're coming home with her so she's not actually getting any rest you know she's there working with that energy all the time and then she's bringing the energy back and they actually said that she needed to work with animals and be a be an animal communicator and about six months later she rang me up to say you know i've left my job um i'm working at um at like a, a dog farm a rescue place she says i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving it but um sometimes if you, you know if we're not strong um in our in our body in our energy at a time people can their energy can um we can absorb other people's energy you know when somebody's on top form and they're really strong and powerful nothing can touch them it's because their boundaries are up and they're well protected but when we when we suffer like 
somebody with narcissistic behavior that completely chips, chips, chips our um, emotional strength away, all of a sudden these slippery suckers can come in, you know, and um, it can take a while to get them out or even understand whether you've got another energy with you. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, I've just, which actually, okay. So that, that kind of gave me a, I can't, I can't put the question from that discussion kind of what happens to someone's energy if they happen to commit suicide? Like, is there any effect on the energy they're carrying at that point? Like when it releases? Uh, what I've been told, I've been told, um, no, the person that releases themselves from that body. Yeah. Sometimes people come down to work on a particular contract and they don't realize how hard it is. And there is no, there's no discrimination and, um, or anything from anybody that has tried to come down to earth to have this emotional experience that we have. Because anybody that comes downstairs, down here, has got to be a warrior in the first place, you know? It's a bit like playing, um, playing basketball or something. Sometimes you win games and you're so close, and then others, you're not. Uh, but you're not discriminated for it. You are still celebrated when you go back up with your group for achieving the things that you've done. I mean, we all say to our kids, you know, there is only one winner in a race, but being part of the team is really good. And yet we're also competitive. We want to be, if, if we're running a race, we want to be number one, don't we? Normally, I mean, I personally have never, I mean, there are certain things I've always wanted to be number one at, but I, was never the most competitive type where I had to be number one at everything. Like I yeah. was always just happy to be included whenever mm. the world. Well, I, I am told that the energy souls up there that are working with us when we do these contracts, are you making a tea? Thank you. Um, they celebrate our efforts equally as well. Because, you know, I, I mean, you must know people one minute they're on top form, they turn a corner and they go down a bad road. Sometimes you, life has a way of throwing you a bit of a curveball, doesn't it? Let me just shut yep. that door. Of course. Oh, oh that's it. Yeah. But uh, oh, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll do a whole regression. Take everybody down to one happy day in a past life. So they That'd can go to a birthday party or the time they got a horse or whatever, whatever it was. That'd be a great way to end the episode. So I'm more than willing for that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll arrange a time for you because I can work over Zoom. I'm working in Malta next week. Just a shame I can't be in person. Um, but I'm doing it via Zoom. I do a lot of in Texas. There's a lot of hippie chicks out in Texas that are interested in the kind of things that I do. Uh, so I do I do do a lot of work over Zoom, and it's amazing that energy can and energy can travel the way it travels. I I believe it. I believe it, and I look forward to doing that. So uh, we definitely will be setting something up soon. Okay. But if you if you want to do a short one now, like you said, then that's fine. I mean, be my guest. No, I won't because we've been on an, an hour. Okay, that's fine. We, we we've been on an hour and it's midnight here, and I have to drive. True, to true, true, true. I have true. to drive to Lincoln tomorrow, so uh, I need to get to sleep because I need to be up like five five o'clock in the morning to get in the car. Yes. Um, but what we can do, we can arrange where I can take you into one happy life for a group meditation and then we can arrange a private one for you where we'll do it over zoom and i'll record it for you mm -hmm. all right sounds interesting and i definitely be down for both um so why don't you just tell listeners the watchers for now and the listeners who will hear the episode when it releases where can they find you and find if they want to book their own appointments where can they find you if they want, if they want a book, I've got um, I've got a website, and it's simply Jane Hyphen Osborne. You'll find it on the internet, or you go to my YouTube channel and uh, put a message down there, and uh, I'll get in touch with you. We'll sort out the different <clears throat> timelines, and we'll we'll arrange a meetup. Yeah, 
sounds good. And I will put both those links as well into the description of yeah. this podcast. So I'm also on Facebook you. as well. So you can catch me on Facebook. Sounds good. And all this is my show now. You can find me on the Paranormal the New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast group on Facebook. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Juggalo Bastard. And you can find me on TikTok and YouTube now as Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And all my videos are slowly being uploaded there. TikTok takes time, so give me some time. But other than that, thank you for listening all. Thanks to all my watchers for watching. This has been an amazing show. I thank Jane once again for coming on. It, you gave a great episode, and I love it. And I will definitely be working with you in the near future. And okay. thank you to all my Take listeners. Care. I I will see you guys next time, which I'm not sure when that will be.